How will the Stars survive without Jake Ottinger? It's time to let Miro and Harley cook, and we preview the Seattle Kraken who are in town tonight. That's next on Locked on Stars. Your Locked on Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans, and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm Joey Erickson, former producer, 105 through the fan, and play-by-play voice of the Chippewa Steel. Be sure to subscribe. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast in on YouTube. And as always, thank you so much for making us a part of your day and making us your first listen. Welcome to another week of Locked On Stars, Monday, December 18th. Stars back in action after taking three of the four possible points on the weekend, and uh, have a big one tonight inside the American Airlines Center. I'll be at the game, so I'm very excited to uh, take in the Stars game live and in person. Also, take a look at the uh, the new Jumbotron, as you probably can tell for those of you watching back home in Dallas uh, for Christmas break. And uh, very, very excited to uh, watch some Stars hockey and chat along about it with you guys. So life without Jake Ottinger, what will that look like? But first, today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase. So of course, Jake Ottinger goes down on Friday night against Ottawa just 10 minutes into the hockey game, and Wedgwood came in and did a pretty good job as the Stars uh, struggled defensively as they have been recently. Uh, no surprise there, but we're still waiting on an official word on Jay Gottinger, and it should come later today. So I'll keep an eye on that and, of course, relay that information when I can. Uh, looks like a groin. Of course, this is all speculation, but could be about a month, could be more. Uh, I don't want to throw any definitive statements out there, but it, it, it's going to be a loss. And I know he hasn't been great this season by any stretch, uh, that's for sure, uh, and just hasn't really been as sharp as you would have liked. But 11-7. And two record, 901 save percentage, and a 2.93 goals against average. So the Stars weren't able to bring up a true backup, so to speak. So they had to sign Joe Ryan, or Joe O'Brien, excuse me. Uh, and he was released yesterday <laughs> uh, with his amateur tryout. So they're going to get that settled too. We're expecting either Matt Murray or Remy Poirier. Who knows? Uh, both have been very good in Texas so far. So Matt Murray in his 13 games, 2.86 goals against average. 8-4-1 record, 9-0-8 save percentage. Of course, we saw him last year when Wedgwood was hurt, and they weren't very confident or trustworthy in Murray, to say the least, because they really had to ride Ottinger hard. And they've talked about really trying to limit Jake Ottinger's starts this season, and it simply hasn't been the case. <laughs> He's played in 20 ga uh, 21 games, which ranks uh, among the, the most in the National Hockey League. I mean, he's up there with the, the Demkos and the Helen Bucks of the world. So they probably haven't got to use him as much as they would have liked. And I would think some of that has to do with he hasn't quite been up to his standards, his level, and he wants the net uh, every night. But Scott Wedgwood has been very, very good in the backup role. Uh, I mentioned it uh, over the weekend uh, after the St. Louis game on the post-game pod there that Wedgwood just gives the Stars a chance, and he made a lot of tough saves in that game against St. Louis. The Stars gave up a ton of odd man rushes, which is another thing that has been very, very concerning. They 
turn the puck over at the opposing blue line, and teams are going downhill on Dallas. They rank about middle in the pack in terms of the amount of odd man rushes they allow. I'm surprised it's not higher, <laughs> uh, to be completely honest. I, I believe it's just around the, the four mark of odd man rushes per game, and they're going to have to be very careful against a Kraken team that is fast and physical, and those are two combinations that have proven to be very difficult for the stars this season teams that play very physical and can play fast and downhill uh, but to get back to uh, some of the goaltending situations they are now allowed to use the emergency cap situation of uh, the emergency cap so now they can actually bring somebody up uh, for some reason the league forces you to play a game without it and now you can finally use it to <laughs> to your advantage so that's either gonna be uh, Remy Poirier or Matt Murray, as I mentioned, just a quick snapshot on Poirier. He's started in 11 games. He actually uh, just recorded a shutout not too uh, long ago. 3.1 goals against average and a 901 save percentage. So we'll, we'll see uh, who it is, and uh, we'll see how much action they get. As I mentioned, uh, Murray, I think, played in maybe two or three games uh, last season, and I believe it was on a few back-to-backs, and he did pick up a win against Chicago, I remember, in his NHL debut, but again, it was Chicago, and they were without some of their <laughs> key guys in that one, so Wedgwood will be the mainstay, and uh, you know, I, I think the Stars will be good, and I and I talked about this too, we're going to find out what Dallas is made of, who knows how long Ottinger is going to be out, and maybe this is a, a good thing, I hate saying that, but Otter hasn't been playing up to a Vesna level. He's obviously a really good netminder, but now you're forced to rest him. He's going to have to rest, and maybe you allow him to rest a bit more than he needs to to be more cautious and optimistic about the situation. Let Wedgwood play. Maybe you have your, your backup uh, from Texas come in, and he gets some uh, you know game time, uh, and you can figure out some things up front because I'm more concerned about what's happening in front of our goaltenders <laughs> more than what's happening in between the pipes. Yes, you always could have better net minding. Look, I completely understand that, but they need to fix some issues up front, and we know that. So I think we're going to find out what they're made of and maybe this 15-20 game stretch, and this is just a guesstimate. I don't know how long he's going to be back, but they want to be very cautious with him, and, and they should. This is a franchise cornerstone. You believe that. So you have to do every possible measure in order to get him back healthy and ready to go again, whether that's mentally, whether it's physically, who knows if he's been fighting something all season long, they're not going to tell us that. And they haven't made any indication of that. Uh, maybe he came back a bit uh, earlier than maybe it was suggested coming off of surgery. I, I don't know because he didn't spend a lot of time on the ice in the summer was it because of that, that it was ailing him? I don't know. This is all speculation. I'm just asking questions and throwing things out there. But uh, they've dipped to about middle of the pack in terms of goals against this year, 3.14. That's just not going to cut it. They've been perennially in the top 10 uh, in that situation, and they need to get a, a bit back uh, back to that. Uh, just some more you know, statistics between Otter and Wedgwood. Expected goals against uh, Wedgwood at 26.25. Uh, goal save above expected. Otter and Wedgwood both have not been very good in that category. They're both uh, below zero uh, in that statistic as well. So 
Uh, Wedgwood will be getting the majority of playing time, of course. He's just played nine games. He's probably should have played more uh, up at this point. But Stars are getting in these modes now where the offense is fine, but they're forcing their offense to score four because they're not helping out uh, in terms of goaltending at some point. And look, at the end of the day, sometimes your goaltender just has to clean it up. It really masks a lot of their issues. And to be completely honest, the personnel hasn't changed a lot from last year or even two years ago. Uh, and they were really good defensively a couple of years ago. This is what good net mining does for you. If you get a dip below fantastic, it exposes you. And the stars are, are getting exposed. And um, I, I don't think it's uh, all goaltending uh, to some degree. And maybe it's just dip and play from personnel. Look, Ryan's getting older, Suter, Essa, and Hockenpah. And uh, I don't have a, a lot to be very critical about Hockenpah and Lindell. They've been great on the penalty kill. Yes, they've struggled and th they give up a ton of chances. And they're certainly a part of the problem. But part of the solution now, I think, is just to have Miro and Thomas Harley play together at all times. Or as much as you can. And I know DeBoer went with everybody's going to play with everybody on Saturday against St. Louis. Have Miro play with Harley at all times. At this point, ride your horses. Maybe that leaves some other spots vulnerable, but you're going to make changes anyways. You're going to make changes. You're going to have to bring somebody in to fix these problems. And if not, you're not good enough, <laughs> uh, to, to just put it frankly. Uh, but I, I do want to say, happy with the three points out of the weekend. They worked their bags off on Saturday to push that game to OT when they were on a back-to-back. -back. That's a tough, tough scene on the road. St. Louis was bumping. Kyrou was going off, back in the good graces, and he forced the game to OT. Yeah, you, you hate to, to have that. Uh, you hate to barely beat. Ottawa, but look, it's the National Hockey League, man. Everybody pays each other. Uh, there's good teams out there no matter what. So, But I want to talk about more Miro and Harley because, man, they're so good together. Uh, and at this point, ride them. Let them play together all day, all night, every game. <laughs> and we'll do that in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is obsessed with with giving you peace of mind with your purchase. You shouldn't have to worry about when you're buying tickets to your next big event. And by the way, Christmas is right around the corner, of course. Christmas is on Monday, by the way. I think I've been saying it was on Sunday. Either way, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day is approaching. Give that sports fan in your life a little gift from game time. Get them some tickets to the hockey, basketball, Anything, college football, bowl seasons rolling around. And you can see your tickets before you buy them, and you can get zone deals. You pick the section, Game Time picks the seats, and you'll get great savings. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference as well if you find tickets in the same section or row for less. It's so awesome. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. It can be so frustrating. As sports fans, we understand trying to get tickets to watch our beloved players, and it can be so just a struggle that you don't even want to go by the end of it. But game time takes the pressure off. Create an account. Use code Lockdown NHL. $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and use code 
L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L. That's Locked On NHL for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Guaranteed. So I'm starting this train right now today on December 18th on a Monday, right before the Stars take on the Kraken tonight. It's time to have Thomas Harley and Miro Haskinen play together at just all times. And they've been doing very, very well at making sure that happens uh, quite a bit here (laughs) as of late. And man, just to watch them both have the ability to dance at the blue line with such confidence, not worried about the pressure coming in their face and then make great plays on the game time goal. Harley, his little head fake at the blue line feeds it over to Miro and he gets the shot off and and to Donov with the tip uh, to tie the game at three. It's just, it's just a sign of great things to come. And I, I hate to, to say this to some degree, or of course it raises some concerns about, the other pairings, but the more you can have Miro and Harley play together, the more chance you're going to have from production from the back end. You're going to be spending less time in your own zone and you're not going to be struggling as much to get offense to, because of course the offense hasn't been a huge trouble, but having Harley and Miro, the ability as modern day defensemen to just make a man miss and get around somebody that first layer. And I've talked about it on Saturday where the stars are now in the situation where they're getting a lot of offensive zone time. They're almost a minute more uh, on average ozone time than last year, but they're having really, really hard time getting interior and getting shots into the, the mixer, so to speak five feet in front of opposing netminders. Uh, earlier in the year, I thought they did a great job of getting bodies in front, but now these teams are just electing to take away the middle of the ice against Dallas. They're allowing them to ru- run around the perimeter, do what you want, tire yourself, cycle the puck for all we care. Good luck getting a shot through. <laughs> and, and having the ability like Miro or Harley to be able to change the point of the attack uh, and Look, I've been critical. Miro needs to get his shot through way more often. He absolutely does. Harley's been phenomenal at it. Uh, Therein lies his seven goals on the season, which leads Stars defensemen. He can't be slowed down. Man, them together is so, so fun. And just a a few numbers to, to throw out there, too. For pairings that have played more than 70 minutes so far together this year, which isn't a, a ton uh, for, for Harley and Haskinen, among others, but 72.6% unexpected goals percentage. That's number one. Goals per 60 minutes, 4.12. That's best in the National Hockey League. Expected goals against per 60 minutes is third. So they're also keeping the puck out of the net at 1.55. So they're doing a bit of everything. Of course, they can create offensively, but uh, they they can uh, they can shut opponents down, which is no surprise. Uh, Harley made a couple of just phenomenal little defensive plays against St. Louis in the game on Saturday. That diving poke check on the two on one to break up a pass was uh, really incredible. Some things that really caught my eye too, looking at just some of the pairings in general for for Dallas is. Uh, he's going to ensue rank about 32nd in terms of goals against per 60. So they've been pretty decent in that department and they've really struggled. They've really, really struggled. Uh, part of it is 
I think Suter puts Miro in some really bad situations. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say Miro hasn't been the problem for a few of them. The OT goal was terrible last night. Not all on him. Somebody has to stop in front of the net. Like Miro did what he was supposed to. He drove the guy wide, weak shot. Wedgwood makes a save. Somebody's got to stop on the puck. Nobody did. Either way, um, uh, Lindell and Hockenbach right with them, uh, right below them at, at 33 spots. So they are on the you know top 35 in terms uh, of goals against. Um, and I would expect some of the other pairings to be uh, even worse as Harley and Hockenbaugh are actually down there as well, but that we haven't seen that pairing in a while now. They brought in Lundquist, who did not play a, a phenomenal game, didn't really notice him out there, uh, wasn't terrible in some spots, but I look, I, I touched on it last week too. I don't think he's going to play more than 65 games. He played 60 last year. There's no way. There's no way. He didn't play in the last, like, five, six minutes uh, of Saturday's game. And look, that's that's a, a very telling sign. Uh, as much as we want to harp on he needs to play and everything, and I've already made my concerns known about him, uh, the coaching staff is telling us what they think of him. They're not going to say it. They're just going to say he needs to develop and be better and yada, yada, yada. They're, they're telling us. It's like a quarterback sometimes. Uh, play calling. Is whoever the offensive coordinator is, who's ever calling the plays, will tell you if, if they trust their quarterback or not. Is he airing it out constantly or is he handed it off 20 times a game uh, in today's NFL, so to speak? Enough of the NFL talk, but you, you, you get the point. I, I think it's almost time to let Miro and Harley run. Uh, and, and they're doing that a bit more. They're trying to, to get Miro with other guys and Harley to open up uh, and, and just find something and find a solution. I love that he just threw everybody together and he jumbled all the lines on Saturday. DeBoer has not done that. He has not done that since his tenure with Dallas. And I love it, right? It, it obviously injected some life. I don't think it has any staying power moving forward by any means, but it may. And the offense hasn't been a, a, a big issue by, by any stretch, but look, play some other guys together. See what you have, especially with Wedgwood in net. Uh, look, throw some different combinations out there. Maybe something surprised hit you. I would never believe Robertson, Duchesne, and Dodonov would be a fun or good line, maybe effective line. Man, they killed it. Leave the fourth line together. Steele's been great. Delandria stepped in, played really nicely. So let's preview this Seattle Kraken team who is in town tonight at the American Airlines Center. Not off to a very great start, but they're trying to pull themselves back into a playoff position, and they'll be hungry, and every team's given the Stars fits. Probably will be the same here tonight, and let's touch on those Kraken in just a moment. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is phenomenal, Stars fans. You've heard me talk about it so many times this season. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offer stays hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And your team will win the Dallas Stars. Maybe not the Dallas Cowboys, who just got completely obliterated yesterday against Buffalo. Same old, same old with this Cowboys team. Uh, but the app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. NFL, college football, as I mentioned, 
bowl season. Man, we get football almost every single day. It's a great time of year. You're going to be hanging out with the family over Christmas ham. You're going to be watching sports on TV. Go ahead and sprinkle some money. Make some money while you're hanging out with the family. Why not? Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. So the Seattle Kraken so far on the season, not off to as great as a start as they did last year. They're having a bit of dip in their play, unfortunately, but four games under 500. They're 10, 14, and eight with 28 points, and that's fifth in the Pacific Division as they're getting leapfrogged right now by, by a few teams. Calgary's been playing pretty decent late. Uh, Calgary, or not, not Calgary, excuse me, Edmonton has finally figured themselves out, uh, trying to look at where uh, Edmonton is now. They're six, so they're just a point behind Seattle. But uh, Edmonton has four games in hand, and they're not going to lose anymore. <laughs> uh, Connor McDavid has uh, certainly had enough uh, of losing. But uh, just taking a look at a few statistics, they ranked in the bottom third in goals for and goals against. They're just really struggling to get great net minding, but Joey Decord has been a very nice surprise for them. Uh, he's 5-5-7 five, five and uh, seven so far uh, on the season, but a 9.08 city percentage and a 2.57 goals against average. That's about average in the NHL this uh, season, but Grubauer has been off to a really tough, uh, tough start in his first 17 starts, and they've been kind of splitting time. Grubauer's 5-9-1, save percentage, uh, and 3.25. They have been dealing with some injuries. Burkowski and Grubauer's out as well. Uh, Schultz and Schwartz, who's been a bit of a stars killer, I feel like, in past, but just 2.69 goals per game, but 3.16 goals against, which is about in the same realm. Uh, as the stars this year. But I mentioned this is going to be a physical team. They have a very deep back end, a very active back end. Vince Dunn, one of the best defensemen in the NHL, one of the most underrated too. He is very, very good. He came over during the uh, expansion draft. and He's been there 25 points in his first uh, 32 games. He's among the, the leading scorers with uh, Oliver Bortstrand there, who leads the way with 25 uh, as well. McCann's having a great year, 14 goals. Of course, last season just went bonkers. I believe he had 40. Uh, he at least had 30. Uh, they've been getting very good production from some guys. Uh, Tolvanen, who is over from Nashville um, uh, from last season's having a, a good start to his season, 20 points. Uh, looking for a bit more from, from multiple guys, uh, but they have some firepower. They're back in so good. Jamie Alexiak, I love. Uh, Will Borgen's uh, another guy I love. Uh, Tanev is a great forward, uh, more of a, a grinder, kind of fourth line kind of guy. But, man, they have some guys on the back end, and uh, they have some really nice guys up front. Uh, it's kind of a surprise that Seattle's not building off what they did last year uh, the way we expected them to. But uh, at the same time, Stars probably aren't playing up to the level that we expected them to, but they're still picking up points. And now there's the fraud word being thrown around about Dallas and look I I completely get it it's hasn't looked pretty they get dominated sometimes but at the same time they have dominant stretches look at that third period they just have to find a way to be more consistent and look every team's trying to find that <laughs> or in another team or coach in the National Hockey League that isn't saying that right now we need to be more confident and look I I, I think it's sometimes you have to step back and realize a lot of teams are going through this there's a three-way tie for first place now in the Central Division with Dallas. Colorado hasn't played their best hockey. Yeah, we believe they're better, but they're not playing great. Uh, this is just, I, I, I feel like sometimes it's the woe is me 
because we're intently watching this and a lot of teams are going through stretches of bad play and are not as consistent as they liked. And this was a Stars team that we saw last year to some degree was similar. Yeah, there was a big uptick in offense due to the coaching change. Uh, They were way better defensively, though. And I'm I'm not here to say that we need to be all sunshine and rainbows over here. Uh, Defense has to be cleaned up. That's uh, for certain. So uh, hopefully uh, they just get a, a real shutdown game. It uh, will be nice to have Wedgwood at home. And as I've talked about, I love Wedgwood. Just he keeps you in the game and uh, the stars can maybe get something going. They are getting production from the back end, which is a great sign. They ranked one of the worst in, in terms of percentage, uh, you know, scoring from the back end. They're being much better uh, in that category. Hawk and Bond Lindell, I've jumped in. Hawk and Bond just a few weeks ago had no points, and now he's got five assists. So uh, Lindell's a goal scorer <laughs> now. He's got three on the year, so they're getting that, which is a great sign. They need to clean up a bit in their own zone, in their own zone, and that will do uh, a lot of lot of positives moving forward. But uh, should be a great one tonight. Can't wait to get to the American Airlines Center. Uh, just excited to be uh, back in the building and, and watch some Stars Hockey live in person finally. So hopefully everybody enjoys the game. Always appreciate you tuning in every day, all you everydayers out there. Thank you so much for making us your first listen. Be sure to drop your predictions below in the comment section. Let me know how the Stars will do tonight. But enjoy the rest of your day. I will see you tomorrow. We'll have a live reaction sort of after. Uh, and then when I get home, I'll, I'll record a pod and uh, we'll get to going this week. Should be a fun time. Of course, wishing you all happy holidays and uh, a great time with your family as well. So enjoy the rest of your Monday. Enjoy some Stars hockey tonight. So long, Stars fans.